What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have a very special guest on today's episode, Madden Zappa. She is a friend of mine. Her and I actually met on Instagram like years ago and just totally hit it off and became BFFs. But you guys, she is a self-love and empowerment coach. And she's going to talk a little bit about the importance of self-love and some steps for us to take, because I do feel like self-love is such an important thing for us women going through loss. So Madden, I'm just going to throw it at you and start wherever you'd like. Okay. Awesome. Well, hi everyone. Shelly, thank you for having me. And yes, I can't believe our friendship goes back, like I think three years ago now, Instagram days. So It's so crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy to see where we both have come in that past three years. Um, But yes, like you said, I'm a self-love and empowerment coach. And I talk a lot about the importance of self-love and why self-love is crucial in just having an overall happy life and fulfilling life. I say consistently throughout my talks and throughout my posts that you come first. So what that means is that you come first before anybody else. And I know that might sound crazy. You're like, well, what about my, my partner? What about my family? Whatnot. But I always say you come first in terms of like self-love giving time to you, because if you don't, then you're going to be giving to everyone else in your life with not a full cup. And you're not going to be able to give the most of them that you're actually capable of. So that is why self-love is so important. You need to turn inwards and devote time to you, cherish you, grow in your connection with both your mind and your body. Because from there, once you have a deeper connection with yourself, a greater love and appreciation for you, you'll know not only what it's like to be loved and what lo- how much love you're able to give to other people, but then you'll also know the kind of love that you deserve for yourself from others. So you come first, take care of yourself first, treat yourself first, so then everyone else around you can see just what they need to be giving back to you, if that makes sense. Yes, preach. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, work with a lot of women just growing this connection with themselves and what does self-love look like, um, to, or like with themselves. Um, I actually just posted that, um, people always want to say like, I want to find the one I want to fall in love with this man or this woman. And I'm like, okay, well the first person and the only person that you're a hundred percent ever guaranteed to fall in love with is yourself. So true. Yeah. So, so true. Do yeah. You work, do you work with uh, like a lot of women who have gone through trauma? Um, I've worked with a lot of women that have gone through some sort of, I wouldn't say like, it depends what you're referring to as trauma, but they've gone through some sort of in their, to them, um, an extreme experience of pain. So whether that is from a past relationship, whether that's um, pain that they've caused to themselves. Um, yeah, it runs the gamut. Yeah, because I just feel like anyone who's experienced something pretty traumatic, that's when it can get a little bit 
extra difficult to love yourself. Um, Especially in the case of like miscarriage, because I feel like us women who go through pregnancy loss, we really tend to blame ourselves or our bodies. Mm -hmm. And like, how would you work with somebody when it comes down to something like that? Not to put you on the spot, but no, that's okay. I think the first thing to do, well, there's multiple steps that you can do, but um, rather than getting right away into the mindset of blame or guilt, because I feel like that's super easy to do is to truly one, allow yourself to feel your emotions. Um, they're part of this beautiful life experience. And so you don't want to like diminish the feelings or the emotions that you're truly having, but then also start to meet yourself at this place of forgiveness, but also appreciation. So you've gone through this traumatic experience, but also trying to find the appreciation and gratitude that for your body that you still are able to have and that your body still does for you on a daily basis. And so this can be starting small. So like today, I'm grateful that my body is giving me the ability to walk. Or today, my body is allowing me to feel hungry, like just these small little things that we honestly take for granted. But when you focus on these moments of appreciation and gratitude, you bring yourself back to the present rather than focusing on the future or focusing on the past. It allows yourself to be present in the today moment. That's huge because as somebody who deals with it, anxiety stems from kind of like living in the past or the future mm-hmm. and not necessarily yeah. living in the present. And mm-hmm. with miscarriage, I think a lot of the times we live in the past, such as like what has happened to us, but we also right. live so much in the future as like what's to come, you know, mm-hmm. like we just, there's so much unknown with that. So I think that that's really cool. Just kind of focusing on those smaller things to just kind of pull us back in and really live in the present day because that's yeah. realistically like all we can do. Right. So that's like one of the big things is just growing that connection and appreciation to your body. And that also too, I think when we do focus on the past or the future, it's a lot of us just being stuck in our minds and trying to work things out through our minds. But then when you come back to this gratitude and appreciation for your body, it allows you to drop out of your head and into your body and then bridge the two together. Cause a lot of times we become so disconnected from what our body is actually telling us or what our body's actually feeling. And this brings us back. Super cool. Yeah. So Madden, I know that you mentioned that, that you were going to give us some steps to take to find that self love. Could you explain those? Yeah. So, um, one of the first steps that I recommend beginning with is mirror gazing. Have you heard about that? Only through your posts. Okay. Okay. So it's quite an incredible experience and it, um, asks you to be very vulnerable too, depending on your comfort level. So what mirror gazing is, is literally you just standing in front of a mirror staring at yourself and, with the different levels, you can either be completely clothed, you can be in your bra and panties, or you can be completely naked. It depends on the amount of vulnerability you want to have with yourself in that moment. Um, a lot of women, when they're first starting it, just start completely clothed because that's what they're most comfortable with in that moment. Um, so what you want to do is you stand or sit in front of your mirror for about five or ten minutes or so and literally just gaze at yourself. 
And what happens when you're first starting this experience is that a lot of limiting beliefs come to your mind. Um, so what limiting beliefs are, are these beliefs that we have about ourselves to be true when in fact they're not. Um, but over time, we believe them to be true and they limit um, ourselves from actually moving forward and growing in our connection with ourselves and growing deeper in love with ourselves. So mirror gazing right away from the beginning, these limiting beliefs will come up and allows you to be aware of them in that moment, what they are, and you're able to stop what they are. And what then I recommend doing right away is then rewriting them with yourself to be true. So whatever the limiting belief is, you stop think about it and actually reword this belief in a positive way to be true about yourself. So an example uh, that has come up for me a lot in the past few months is that I'm very like self-conscious about like my thighs. That's one part of my body that I very much struggle with. Um, so when I first started, it was why are my thighs so big and like picking this part of this part of my body apart. So that would be the limiting belief. My thighs are so big. You stop that thought and then rewrite it to be true. So for me, it was actually my thighs are not big. They're very strong and muscular, and I'm proud of the muscle that I've gained over this past year and the strength that I've developed. So that is an example of how you can rewrite this belief to be true for you. And then another part of mirror gazing is in finding three things in that moment that you're actually proud about or that you like about yourself in that moment. So it can be a something very simple about um, you like your smile that day or you like your collarbone, um, just little things. And then usually these become deeper and more reflective through time as you become more comfortable with mirror gazing and become more vulnerable with yourself over the process through time. That's a super cool trick. I, yeah. yeah, I, I already like know what I would like pick myself I already know yeah. what I would say to myself. Right, exactly. But I've never really thought about flipping it. Like, I have no yeah. idea. Like, I really would have to think about how I would want to flip that. Yeah, so it allows you to be really vulnerable. And at times it's like, okay, well, this is what I'm thinking. And it's like, okay, no, this is supposed to allow me to connect to myself. So this is something I've thought. I know it's not true. How do I want to rewrite this in a way that's going to lift me up and push me forward rather than bring me back down? Yeah. For sure. And I think that that plays – so in the miscarriage world and the infertility world, weight gain is a really mm -hmm. big thing because, yep. I mean, your hormones are all over the place Absolutely. and you're taking, you know, infertility drugs and whatnot. So I think that that's like a very crucial tip for mm -hmm. us women because it's very easy for us to start to pick us apart because our bodies change extremely fast in this world. Right. And uh, one thing that even might be good um, – for you women who are listening to this, and if that is something that you strongly relate to, is then rewriting that for yourself and saying, but my body is a warrior. My body mm -hmm. is a queen. My body is a goddess. And looking at your body in those terms rather than the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Strength that and, I, and I think that goes for like the internal self too. Do you have any tips for that? Or is that through the internal work? Yeah, like is that yeah. can that come through what's it called mirror mirror gazing. Mirror gazing? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so you can definitely work a lot on the internal cuz I mean a lot of it just like comes up in the moment when you're forcing yourself to stare at stare. yourself. 
Yeah. Um, but so what I, I actually have a journal that a lot of my clients will work through and they'll write down what their limiting beliefs are and then they'll rewrite them. Um, and so in that moment, if a lot of like the negative thoughts are coming up that like, um, that you don't want to have, you can either then rewrite them, focus on something positive that you're looking forward to something that excites you. Something that brings you joy is something that's really crucial when we pull ourselves down and wish X, Y, and Z that we had. Um, a lot of times we're lacking the items or the experiences that bring us joy or pleasure in life. So then reworking through ways to remind yourself what actually, um, lights you up. And what sets a fire underneath you? Cool. Um, and then if it's a practice that you actually want to incorporate in your day, um, I also recommend then finding one word that you want to embody for that day and why. So what is your reason behind wanting to be uh, more forgiving, more courageous, uh, more spontaneous, uh, just to have more meaning behind these. And then how are you able to, uh, live that word throughout the day? So cool. I'm jotting down notes. Hopefully everybody has a notebook with them. (laughs) Okay. What else do you have for us? Okay. So my other, another step, uh, I said this earlier, but is to allow yourself to feel your emotions. I think a lot of times, we want to portray um, externally that we're we have it all together, or that everything is all like happy, positive every single part of the day. But especially when you've gone through something that's so traumatic or um, upsetting and painful for you, is to allow yourself to feel these emotions. We are human. We have emotions. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, and to allow yourself to truly feel them and to not hide them or put them away. Because when we do, when we don't allow ourselves to feel and to experience, they're still going to come back later. I do a lot of like inner child work because a lot of women don't go through, uh, like heal from experiences from their past and they still sit with us. So allow yourself to feel your emotions, allow yourself to work through them. If that's journaling, whether that's talking out loud, um, just allow yourself to feel because it's normal and it's part of being a human and it's part of the beautiful, messy part of being a human. Mm -hmm. So that's another step. Definitely. And I think that's important because it's, it, it's really hard to allow ourselves to heal for many reasons, I feel like, or allow ourselves to like feel, did I just mm-hmm. say heal? <laughs> for many reasons when it comes to miscarriage, because number one, it's just kind of like a shameful thing and mm-hmm. it's like really hush hush. Therefore, right. we just like shove it down deep, yeah. which is why I think this podcast is so cool because it allows us to kind of like resurface it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because I think that we get so ahead of ourselves and we, Um, at least for me, I just like, I wanted that baby. I wanted that baby. I wanted that baby, you know? So I kind of just like, I don't think I fully allowed myself to feel throughout all of them. Yeah. And it's just, it's so important that you allow yourself to experience that there's lessons in every single emotion that we feel. So what can you then, how can you then respond to those emotions? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. My, My second tip if we're actually like numbering them, that was number two. <laughs> um, my third tip is to set boundaries. Uh, boundaries is a huge part of self-care and putting yourself first. 
Uh, so one way you're able to set boundaries is know when you need to say no. So that means know when you actually do not want to go and do something. Know when you do not want to have a conversation or explain yourself to somebody. Um, say no. It's actually one of the most powerful and freeing words. And I think we've gotten so caught up in society today by saying, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'll go. Yes, I'll help you out. Um, but remember, you come first. Setting boundaries and being able to say no is so important. That's huge. Ladies, don't go to the baby shower if you don't want to go to the baby shower. <laughs> yes, Everyone, yeah, like you don't need to explain yourself. I went mm-hmm. to so many baby showers in those first few months of like miscarriage. And then eventually I was just like, no, I'm not going to anymore. <laughs> like yep. I just can't do it. And it was amazing to finally say no. Yep. And then another part of setting boundaries. So you have to say no. And then know and recognize when you need help. When you need support from your spouse, a family member, a friend. Know when you might want to go and talk to somebody, whether that's a counselor, a coach, a doctor. And being able to have that experience in that moment. Um, the weight of the world is not is not on your shoulders and you don't deserve to feel like it is. So no, be able to recognize with yourself when you need to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know so many of the ladies who have been on this podcast have talked about counseling and going mm-hmm. to therapy and how that helped them heal. So I think that's huge. Yeah. We, we can't do it alone. That's why we're all out here talking and cheering each other on and being that source of support. Like, You're not meant to experience anything alone. So true. Okay. So that was number three. Number four is be able to treat yourself to experiences, um, moments to be pampered, like make an appointment at the spa, go get your nails done, get a massage, um, get clothes that make you feel beautiful. It doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter that you wish you can lose weight or whatnot. Buy something that makes you feel beautiful in your skin today and allow yourself to truly feel special. Allow yourself to feel loved. Um, Experience these moments that truly bring you joy and pleasure. That's what life's all about. Don't deny these experiences and these moments to yourself. Take yourself out. Treat yourself. Yes. Treat yourself, (laughs) girl. (laughs) Yes. So that that one's pretty simple. Number four is allow yourself to have those moments of being pampered and feeling special. Um, And then number five is let go of any expectations you have for yourself. Let go of the feelings of I need to, I should, um, and take it day by day. No one is setting expectations for yourself but you. And sometimes these expectations hold us to standards or to a level that if we don't achieve, Uh, makes us actually feel worse. Let go of expectations and just allow yourself to live in the moment day by day and like allow yourself to live your life without these expectations or to anyone's standards. Yeah. And do you, do you have any tips on like how to do that? 
how to let go of expectations. Yeah. Cause I feel like that's super hard. <laughs> um, well for me, when I was letting go of expectations, it had, I had to go through a lot of like the standards or like I'm doing air quotes, the rules that I have set for myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to take a step back and actually ask myself, like, where did these come from? Like who set these for me? Where did I see that this had to happen? And oftentimes it comes from no one so- else yourself or society yep yeah totally so just that helps if you kind of just take a step back if you're a journaler sometimes journaling a lot of this stuff out is like super helpful writing down like I think I need to do this I should be doing this um this has to happen because x y and z taking a step back and then assessing like, actually, is this what I want to do? Is this going to make me happy? Does this bring joy and pleasure to my life? If the answer is no, let go of it, throw it out the window, toss it. You write your own story. No one else does. Does that, is that helpful? Yeah, that's so helpful. Okay. I feel like that helps a lot of women. Like I know we've had one girl on the podcast who um, she had a little, little bit of a different story. Her miscarriage and she like reevaluated and she decided that this wasn't her time and that she didn't want to move forward and they kind of threw that expectation out the window and I think they felt some like pressure to do that and it was Mm -hmm. like no like we're gonna create our own story and our own what she called like rainbow because that's what we call you know pregnancy after miscarriage is our rainbow baby um but then I think for a lot of us women who are trying to conceive, like thinking about like, no, I really do want this. Mm-hmm. Like really sitting, cause it's really easy to be like, should I give up? Should I be done? Right. But like, right. like, no, if you sit back and think about it and you're like, I do want this. So like, this is something that I need to keep moving forward to. And just taking that time to really sit back and think about it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Awesome. So five tips, ladies. Write them down. So I can quickly go through them too if you like. Yes, please. Summer wasn't able to write them down. So one is mirror gazing. Mm-hmm. Um, two is allow yourself to feel your emotions. Three, set boundaries. Four, treat yourself. Five, let go of expectations. Love and it. All of these, like you're able to incorporate them, like as you're comfortable. Um, it's obviously not a, like you have to do all of these in one day type of thing. It's like just over time. And like, you'll be able to recognize when one needs one, one has more priority than the other. And by practicing all of these and getting accustomed to these, it allows you to um, grow in your gratitude and appreciation for your body. It allows you to heal internally. And it truly allows you to have that forgiveness and growth and love for yourself. Awesome. Now, Madden, where can we find you and how could we work with you? Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram and it's just Madden Zappa. Um, I'm on there and Insta stories and posting pretty much every single day. And then on Facebook, I actually have a free community and it's facebook.com backslash groups 
backslash empowered and unapologetic souls. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but um, that's the group. That's where the ladies hang out. And then to work with me, I actually have a program starting on August, the first Monday of August. That should be August 5th, I believe. I should know this date off the top of my head. That's called Mirror Mirror. Um, It's a seven-day self-reflection program. I also do one-on-one coaching um, that's available all about Uh, finding your inner goddess, your inner queen, and allowing her to rise and giving her power to rise to the surface. Um, That's a four-week one-on-one coaching with me. Otherwise, come hang out with me in the free Facebook community. Yes, and I'll go ahead and I'll link all of that in the description of this episode, you guys. Thank you so much, Madden, for jumping on and put together some tips for us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. You know, I'm always here for you. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.